It's more of a secret, almost government type thing where you have a, there are different groups of teddies uh, on different uh, countries. Each country has their own branch. Uh, the Agent 603 happens to take place in America, but there are other branches across different continents. And the teddy, teddy seals actually originated with the Big Seven, is what they're called. So it's the original seven teddy bears. And the original seven teddy bears were in a nomadic tribe, and they decided, we need to do something to help humans because they're not really doing a good job helping themselves. So they spread out, and they went to each went to a different continent. And then there's also a rumored eighth teddy bear that lost got lost at sea. So we'll see if that mystical eighth teddy bear ever appears. You're listening to Tabitha Bell, a former children's photographer turned author from Springfield, Missouri, discussing her latest project, The Teddy Files. She's our guest today on the podcast. Tabitha, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. How's the weather out there in Missouri today? Uh, today is cold. <laughs> Last weekend was warm. We'll see what the following weekend brings. <laughs> yeah, I think most of the country right now is going through those uh, temperature swings. So first of all, I just want to say thanks for being one of my first guests here on the podcast. It really means a lot. Thank you. Absolutely. So tell me how you came up with the idea for the Teddy Files. Well, my husband uh, was traveling for work uh, before we were married, and he sent me a teddy bear while he was on the road. And we kind of started bantering back and forth, and he was like, the teddy bear is there to take care of you. And we kind of just created our own little storyline from there and kind of just took off. Very nice. So what kind of teddy bear was it? Was it a traditional kind of teddy bear, or was it a Valentine's Day teddy bear? time in the middle of the year just because kind of thing since he was traveling for so long and he kind of he he sent me all kinds of things he sent me a giant uh gummy bear once that thing was really weird it i swear it healed itself (laughs) we uh we chopped up me and my i was living at home at the time and we chopped off a limb of the uh, gummy bear and i swear the next morning we went back in and it was kind of healed back together so don't ever get one of those. They're kind of freaky. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> that sounds like its own story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a completely different story. <laughs> but so, the teddy bear itself was, was an adorable just because gift. So was this like a giant gummy bear that you, like a piece of candy almost? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a three-pound gummy bear or something. However big it was, it was massive. And the self-healing nature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So growing up, were you always into creative writing or did it develop later on? Well, it started with me loving reading. Uh, By the time I was 12, I had read all of the Sherlock Holmes books. Um, I had gone through most of my library. In fact, the librarians down at Tacony Library uh, actually put a never expires sticker on my library card because they were tired of renewing it. So uh, it started with that, and then I started doing some creative writing in high school and college, and once I graduated, we ended up with the Teddy Files. And do you still have that library card with you? I actually lost it when I moved out here. 
Oh, that's too bad. That would have been nice to keep. So as a kid, did you have any authors that you admired? Uh, I admired a lot of authors. Uh, C.S. Lewis, Arthur Conan Doyle. I read a little bit of um, H.G. Wells. I read, I'm not sure who the author for Nancy Drew was, but I read a lot of Nancy Drew growing up. Um, Basically, if you name it, I've probably read it. The Babysitter's Club, The Magic Tree House. (laughs) So which C.S. Lewis novel did you like the most? Uh, Well, I actually, this one's not a very popular one, but I liked The Magician's Nephew. Uh, That one was actually precedes the uh, line, The Witch in the Wardrobe. Got it. So what did you like most about The Magician's Nephew? The Magician's Nephew just sort of intrigued me because I I did read The Line, The Witch in the Wardrobe first, and then I found out there were other books in the series, and I loved getting an introduction to the world of Narnia and getting an introduction to uh, how this whole world came to be. So tell me about your writing routine. Do you like coffee shops, quiet living rooms? How do you like to write? Well, for me, it's it's a kind of a hodgepodge of things. Uh, usually I'll start handwriting an idea down, or my husband will help me come up with an idea, and then we'll storyboard and bounce back and forth a little bit. Uh, and then sometimes I'll handwrite some stuff and start typing it and t- edit as I'm typing. And then I'll realize, oh, look, I had another idea bouncing off of what I just typed, and I'll write like 10 pages and then take a break and come back to it. And A lot of jumping between handwriting and typing. So tell me a little bit more about your storyboarding. Are you sketching it out and putting it on the wall? Are you just kind of drawing it out in the notepad? How do you like to do that? Uh, It's more of an outline, like a numbered outline. Um, Sometimes it'll be whole sentences, sometimes fragments. And then from there, I'll go back and say, well, wait, now that we've changed point number two, point number four doesn't make sense. So let's scrap that part and refix that. And then usually the original outline looks nothing like the end result. (laughs) Yep. So Tabitha, tell me, what inspires you to continue writing? I really love just the act of writing. It's a great way to be creative and keep my mind imaginative and delve into my inner child. And it's also a great way to encourage kids to keep reading. Because I know if I had just read the books that were assigned in school, I probably would never have liked reading. They tend to be very lesson-oriented. Whereas if you get a child interested in reading something fanciful, something that they're into, they're going to naturally start learning bigger words. They're going to naturally be able to pick up on bigger books and harder to read books. And they're not going to be bothered as much by what would be challenging normally. Yeah, we definitely need more Narnia in the classroom. That's for sure. (laughs) Yes. Definitely would have paid attention a bit more if we had been reading books like that. (laughs) So did you have any mentors that helped you along your writing journey? Uh, No, it was mostly just me and my husband. Uh, He really has supported me a lot through this. He helps me edit my work. So let's talk about the Teddy Files. Sure. So tell me about the premise. What is it all about? So the Teddy Files are about a group of Teddy Seals who are a secret organization 
who are under your very nose. They're your teddy bears that live in your house. And they've been around for eons and eons. And their, go their goal is to protect and cuddle. And that, they solve mysteries. They solve uh, problems in children's lives. It could be anything from the monster under the bed to any problem you can possibly face. They could be serious problems. They could be silly problems. But the point of the bears is to help you solve your problems. So do the bears talk to people or kids, or are they completely undercover? They're completely undercover, unless you're a very, very lucky person. <laughs> and are there any lucky people in the Teddy Bear Files universe? There might be in one of the coming books. We're, we're still plotting that one out. <laughs> so how would you describe the typical reader out there? What age group, what are their interests for the Teddy Files? Well, for the Teddy Files, the... Uh, the age group is about 10 uh, middle grade uh, chapter book is the reading level. Uh, however, I don't think that anybody is ever too old for their teddy bear. So if you're a 20 or 30 year old who just wants to indulge in your inner child and wants to read about teddy bears, I'm not going to say that you can't. <laughs> but the target group is definitely 10 year olds around middle grade just to encourage that's about the age when uh, children start either loving reading or hating reading. And I want to encourage loving reading. Very nice. So with the teddy files, with these teddies, are they, is there like a leader of the teddies or are they all kind of independently helping out? It's more of a secret, almost government type thing where you have a, there are different groups of teddies uh, on different uh, countries. Each country has their own branch. Uh, the Agent 603 happens to take place in America, but there are other branches across different continents. And the teddy, teddy seals actually originated with the Big Seven, is what they're called. So it's the original seven teddy bears. And the original seven teddy bears were in a nomadic tribe, and they decided we need to do something to help humans because they're not really doing a good job helping themselves. So they spread out and they went to each, went to a different continent. And then there's also a rumored eighth teddy bear that lost, got lost at sea. So we'll see if that mystical eighth teddy bear ever appears. And with the one that's lost at sea, is there any evidence for this uh, eighth teddy bear or is it just hearsay? It's just hearsay. That's their, that's their uh, folklore of a sense. Okay. And what would you like your reader to take away from your books? I would like them to take away a sense of happiness, and I would like them to want to be more adventurous. And really, I just want a child to be able to say, wow, I really love this book. As long as one or two kids are happy with it, I'm happy. So how is each teddy assigned to a child? Are they, are they assigned formally or do they volunteer? How, is that, how does that work? Well, there are two different types of teddy seals. There are the ones that are assigned a permanent home, and they basically just keep an eye out with their kid um, and say, hey, there's a... I noticed that my child's friend looks like they might be having trouble. And then they'll assign an actual agent who will go in and be their temporary teddy bear. 
And then the temporary teddy bear is the one that floats from child to child solving problems. So do these kids have any idea that these teddies are involved? Uh, Do they kind of just wake up and say, oh, things are better? Or do they kind of sense something? It really depends on the depends on the story. Uh, so far, we've only written one story. Um, and in that particular story, Agent 603, uh, Amy has no idea what's happened. She just knows that she lost her stuffed leopard. And then one day she found her stuffed leopard. And for all she knows, she lost it in the closet. Whereas the uh, secret agent, Agent 603, one goes on this huge adventure and tells you his tale. So, Tabitha, what would you say is the grand vision for the Teddy Files series? The grand vision would be to create dozens of adventures that are just fun to read. Um, I was thinking something like the Magic Treehouse. There's dozens of adventures, hundreds of adventures, I believe. Um, Or if you look at Nancy Drew, she had lots of adventures and that's sort of my goal is to continue this series in a fun way and be able to explore history, to be able to explore modern life, to be able to explore different cultures around the world and introduce kids to all different things. And is there one particular Teddy that the audience or the reader relates to? I think it would depend on the storyline. Um, but there is one consistent Teddy throughout the series, uh, Captain Cannoli, He's the one who is sneaking these secret files to you. Uh, Think sort of like Lemony Snicket, uh, who sort of tells you the Baudelaire story in the series of unfortunate events. Captain Cannoli works within the Teddy Seal uh, organization, and he decided it's time humans knew what we do for them. So he's been sneaking files out, and the first one he snuck out was Agent 603's file. Okay, so he's kind of like the one who can talk to the audience or talk to the reader? Yes, yes. And is getting information to the audience his number one priority, or is it just kind of a side thing that he does occasionally? He basically introduces it and says, here's the file, here's who we are, here's what we do, do with this information what you will. Okay. So, Tabitha, what advice would you give to the younger version of yourself who is just starting out as a writer? Um, sit down and write. Park your butt in a seat and start writing. <laughs> uh, that's been my biggest problem is procrastination. So where can readers pick up a copy of The Teddy Files? Locally, you can buy it at ABC Books, which is a local Springfield, Missouri shop. You can also buy it on Amazon in print or uh, ebook. It's available on Kindle. Uh, if you have Kindle Unlimited, uh, the Unlimited Library, you can get it for free currently. I'm sure the listeners who have Kindle Unlimited would love to hear that. Absolutely. It's a great way to entertain your kids on a long car ride or just in general, get them off of, well, away from their other screens to a more productive screen. <laughs> And by the way, we've got the Teddy Files linked up on the Creative Writing Magic website and our Twitter feed. Thank you. And what other projects are you currently working on? So the first book that we are planning is a story about a princess turned pirate. 
Uh, she's going to run away from home to become a pirate with her teddy bear. And the second story is going to involve the Pied Piper and a deaf girl who becomes the heroine of the story. And when can your readers start to enjoy those stories? To be honest, I am not really sure. Whenever I'm done writing them. (laughs) And how can readers find you on social media? They can go to my Twitter page at Tabitha3330. Okay, so that's all the time we have left for today. Tabitha, thanks so much for being a guest on the show. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed learning about the teddies. Thanks for stopping by today. Thank you so much. And thank you, listener. You make this all possible. If you like this podcast, feel free to support us on Patreon and consider subscribing. The link to Patreon is in the description. Also, if you're an aspiring writer and would like to learn more about writing coaching services and story outline coaching services, contact us at creativewritingmagic.com. And be sure to subscribe to the email newsletter to receive email notifications when new episodes are available. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Stay inquisitive, support the arts, and keep creating. Bye for now. (laughs) 